The Great Void. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one of The Great Void. This is a music podcast, a metal podcast, an experimental music podcast, an avant-garde, ambient, industrial, whatever we want it to be podcast. I'm your host, Nicola, and here with my beautiful guests, we're gonna discuss music, we're gonna analyze music, we're gonna talk about albums, genres, concerts, whatever we want to talk about. We hope you like it, and once again, welcome to episode one. So, uh, we have uh, a very prolific musician and uh, music producer, and uh, he's called Yorgos, and I'm gonna slaughter probably his last name, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try uh, and say it before he, uh, he says it himself. It's Anagnostopoulos, uh, yeah, or something like that. So, Yorgos, uh, uh, the stage is all yours. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And uh, how is it pronounced, actually? It's actually quite, quite right. Uh, it's uh, in, in Greek. It uh, sounds slightly lighter. It's Anagnostopoulos. All right. You know, there's no G, let's say, or this kind of pronunciations, but you got it actually quite right. All right, all right. And Congratulations. So what about uh, <laughs> the uh, other part of uh, your presentation? You're a multi-instrumentalist, a musician, a producer, a sound guy, a sound designer, or how, how are you going to... Uh, yeah. I actually consider myself as a performer, you know, I just like playing different instruments. Uh, it depends, obviously, of course, on the band, like, because I have lots of projects, so on different bands, I play different instruments, I'm trying to experiment as much as I can. But concerning like a metal band, because mainly I work with metal bands, as a performer, yeah. the only instrument that I never could play is actually keys. All right. So I've done everything else except keys. All right. And, uh, uh, you, and you've been producing, recording music? I've, and touring uh, with some guys, uh, with some great bands as well? Yes, that's another big thing, that's another long story, but to keep it short, I've been... Um, I actually I actually studied this and then I started working with my own bands and slowly like uh, built some portfolio. So I've uh, been working with bands both at the studio and live. Uh, that's been like for like 10-15 years maybe now. Um, I'm currently now situated here in Sofia, Bulgaria. I work with some local bands as well, as yeah, you know. Yeah. Except that I worked with a lot of different names in a lot of different music genres, not only metal, that I've worked like from hip hop and jazz to classical music to drum and bass to whatever you can imagine. But obviously my strong point and what I really want to do is something rock and metal oriented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as for the bands, some big names as you as you already some some of the artists that the work that you said you know it's uh, this is a crazy guy from Norway Dot Heimsgard. yeah I've been working with them for like five years now I mean officially even though I first the first time I got to know them was back in 2011 uh, actually if everything goes well I'm gonna also work with 
one of their sister kind of bands that was ended. Wow, yeah, yeah. Finally, yeah. it's happening. There was some talk, it, ne it never actually happened, but I'm very hyped about this. Yeah, this is absolutely mind blowing. It's, it's mind blowing. It's yes. mind blowing that yeah. uh, you're gonna uh, be working with them, and uh, it's uh, fucking great that they are back in action they are back it, and they're playing live and stuff like that it, it yeah. took like 25 years so yeah, 20 years yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but they're back yeah, yeah but uh, okay we, we're gonna come back to uh, the great Norwegians later and uh, now we're gonna talk a bit uh, about uh, uh, some of your uh, projects and uh, because uh, as you said you have probably 20 projects, 25, 30, I know, 50... I've lost, no, I've lost count some time ago. I mean, it depends if you mean like active ones or just uh, whatever I played. I mean, I've been performing, let's say, since I think 1999. All right. That was my very first band back then with my best friend. We're still good friends. Yeah, back Even in Greece. Though, yeah, All right. All right. She lives at the other end of the world now, but we actually still want to release this one album that we tried to do in 2003, I think. All right. It's been 20 years since we started the band and we're thinking of doing something this year, but the thing is like the year is actually <laughs> running out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're running out of time, so. Maybe it will take. Maybe we'll, maybe yeah. we'll go for the 25 years. 25 instead. years. Or 30, yeah. yeah. You're gonna celebrate <laughs> like uh, 30th anniversary of the it's band with uh, its first release. Yeah. But okay, so, uh, but uh, you've been uh, here in Sofia for uh, some years now and uh, during uh, this time you've collaborated with a lot of people and now we're gonna play a track from a, from a project of yours called Black Tar Heroin. Please present it to the dear listeners. I don't know how many of you are out there. How many? Is it one or ten? Yes, I, I don't know one. how many listeners there are. <laughs> but yeah, well, please, uh, please uh, elaborate. Okay, so this thing I think started two years ago. Uh, it's actually a collaboration of three people. Uh, we were working together at the same company back then and uh, we were just sharing different music tastes and we were talking about music and somehow we came up with the idea of recording an experiment pretty much at uh, some kind of weird abandoned place. Yeah, that, that's a cool story. So, like, why, why did you decide <laughs> to record at an abandoned I, building, like on know, the actually, outskirts of the city? Actually, the story is that the drummer of the project had his drum set in a rehearsal room in this, um, how, I don't know how you call this in English, this kind of cultural kind of center, art center. All you right, know, all right, yeah. Uh, which actually it's like a, actually a big building and lots of them exist in different parts of every city here in Bulgaria. I think they were back from the uh, from the older times. Yeah, the, let's the, say. the olden times. The, old, <laughs> the ancient times. <laughs> and uh, one of them is actually in the outskirts of city and this is where the drummer had his drum set. Sure. And I actually had another project with him and we played there a couple of times. So besides this average sized rehearsal place there was like a huge uh, amphitheater kind of uh, room that was actually quite huge it's like in some derelict abandoned state right now yeah um, but uh, we actually went there a couple of times just to take it out it was like pitch dark there's no lights it looks like a construction site it's in a really bad shape but somehow I like the acoustics and I'm like uh, listen maybe it would be cool to record actually for this other project, uh, drums maybe here or guitar. He's like, yeah, it's cool. Um, so back to the 
back to when I was talking about all three of us from this project were working at the same company, we're actually talking about doing an experiment, like playing some music, jamming. And so the idea of actually doing it there came up, like, oh, this place is like perfect for that, something very dark, because it's actually me on guitars and I'm recording the, the project, the other guy's on drums, and there's a third guy who's actually a quite well-known uh, performer here in um, yeah. Bulgaria. Is that is that Angel we are talking That's of? That's Angel... Simichiev, I think. Simichiev. Yeah, yeah who's actually doing a lot of dark ambient and some electronic experimental music here. And some hardcore. And some hardcore, yeah. by, by the way. Yeah. Even though we're very close to do a black metal project with him, it never happened yeah. yet, maybe, I don't maybe know. Maybe in 25 years. Maybe yeah. in 25 years again. So somehow, the, yeah, the idea is like we, we all came up to do it and we went one day there, somehow we sneaked in this, in this big room. And uh, what's amazing about it is like we recorded every instrument separately like we first recorded uh, some keyboards from with Angel then we recorded some drums and then I recorded some guitars and it was the, the main idea about it is like uh, all three of us just record something separately with no proper like guidelines or whatever and then somehow we mixed all these three different instruments like different takes of it and we actually came up with some um, with some songs so it's like a really big experiment okay so uh, but does it sound good let's find out let's find out <laughs>
so that was uh, a truck of... Uh, was it an, an unnamed truck? Or does it have a name? The trucks still are unnamed. Like, I mean, uh, I don't yeah, know right. if there's gonna be names, there's gonna be like one, two, three, four, or something like all that. Alright, so that was Black Tar Heroin. Uh, that was a very improvised piece of music. And uh, yeah, as, as you mentioned earlier, you're probably going to release it sometime, maybe? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently like mixing the songs. This is pretty much the first song to kind of somehow be mixed. Uh, it's the most like heavy song because it features a lot of guitar. The other tracks are mainly keyboards, more oriented, let's say. But obviously the, the atmosphere uh, stays the same. And I, I guess you can understand from the name of the band what's going on. Yeah, it kind of fits. Uh, it fits <laughs> the truck. Yeah, I think it fits. And it the truck. fits the you know abandoned building that you recorded it. And in. hopefully, pretty soon we might do another recording. We were actually supposed to do by the end of August, but you know how things yeah. happen sometimes. Yeah, it takes twenty-five but years for things it to. It could be another yeah. twenty-five <laughs> years. So by twenty forty-five, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's it. It's, it's very interesting and uh, obviously I think because you know Angel has his own uh, dark ambient project called uh, My Trip yeah. and he actually has his own label called uh, Amec Productions. I think that he's very interested of actually releasing it through there but I'm not, I'm not sure. But it's gonna happen soon for sure. Yeah, but uh, One uh, way or another we're, we're gonna release it at least on tape on uh, some digital release I guess, you know, on Bandcamp or something like that. All right. And are you planning to present it live in an abandoned building with, uh, you know, heroin, heroin addicts uh, lying around? Only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very interesting. But I have no idea how to present live this live because, it's, as I said, it's a whole jam yeah. of three people doing something independently and then mixing it together. So I have no idea. But that would be very interesting to do. Also. Yeah, I'd like to see it. I'd like to uh, to see all of you getting fucked up on uh, on uh, heroin and uh, alcohol <laughs> and just jamming this stuff uh, together. Although Angel won't be interested in that idea. Um, but, uh, he's always talking about some decent herbs from time to time. <laughs> I've heard a lot of times, like the decent herbs, this decent herbs, blah blah blah, decent herbs. Yeah, but uh, he's he knows he knows a thing or two. I think. I I know I know he does, but he's very much into straight edge and uh, vegan uh, shit these days so i don't think you will be that interested in shooting heroin only superfoods yeah <laughs> only superfoods maybe vegan heroin i don't know <laughs> i think it's so vegan i mean it's a plant it's a plant <laughs> but okay so we uh, we found out that uh, black tar heroin kind of rocks and it's gloomy as fuck and it's uh, very nice actually i really liked it it's a uh, uh, it's the first time I listened to the track, although I know of this project, uh, I've been hearing about it from you and from Angel for uh, some time now, but finally we get to listen to it. But uh, now we'll continue with something uh, even gloomier and darker, and uh, anyways, it's gru... It's, it's... how it's pronounced, please, please. As far as I know, it's pronounced Groomium. Groomium. What is this? All right. The name, it doesn't really matter. Just I was looking for a name. That was maybe 15 years ago. I was playing in a black metal band and I wanted to do my own band. And I was reading a magazine about uh, something about the stars and the cosmos and something about the universe and the solar system and some other shit. And uh, anyhow, it, this thing was actually talking about some constellations. And there was this constellation of Draco, you know, the dragon. Yeah. And uh, there was like the brightest star, I think, which is actually the dragon's tooth. It's called Grumium. 
I found the name sounding very nice and I don't know and very black Cloud metalish. Yeah, yeah. black metal. I'm like, okay, there you go. That's a great name. Okay, so it's a depressive cosmic black metal. It's it's actually to be honest and to keep it short, uh, it's black. It's metal. Let's say in general that I did at the maybe at my the worst time of my life, like where I was quite depressed and sad, let's say or whatever, and everything was actually like there was no way around or there was no nothing else to do so I just came up with this actually music which is actually yes very dark and very gloomy and very like slow and even though it has some like fast parts and I came up with this and I'm currently working on it it's gonna be instrumental and pretty much the purpose for this project is actually like music that you hear when there's like no hope or whatever there's only like a very small like distant source of light that you see but everything else is dark and you're like trapped in darkness and you know it's about despair and all this beautiful stuff all right all right <laughs> that sounds promising so uh is uh Grumium as good as uh, yorgos uh, says it is let's find out
Okay, so that was Grubium. And uh, the track was called Elements of Solitude. Pretty self-explanatory, I think. I think so, I think so as well. Yeah, and it, uh, it sounded good. It had uh, some uh, dynamic, uh, it had some uh, doomier parts. Uh, although we didn't play the whole track, uh, we're gonna put a link to, uh, to the track and to all these tracks in the description. But uh, it's a 10 minute track, it's a long and depressive stuff. And uh, I'm guessing that uh, the rest of the tracks uh, follow. It, it's pretty it, much in the yeah, same way. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, you know, things like when you feel like you're doomed and there's no hope, and, yeah, you know, yeah. that's it, you know. All right. It's the last minutes of agony, and this is the soundtrack. Yeah, but, it, but it's still not depressive, <laughs> suicidal black metal. It's that different. That was not my intention. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do something exactly like that, yeah. you know. Actually, my main inspiration when I was doing that was actually a lot of Tripticon back then. Yeah. And uh, a lot of artwork from uh, H.R. Giger, which is one of my favorite artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is how it started. And the rest is maybe some bands like Coffin Worm, This, Gif this Gift is a Curse, and in this kind of vein of... All right. Post-black sludge kind of thing. Yeah. But it also has a lot of doomy death metal things like I mean some parts people told me reminds of Asphyx and bands like that and, yeah. and I this wasn't my intention it's just it's like what comes naturally when I'm recording you know All right. or writing That's and uh, actually you do record a lot although some of the some of the projects never see the light of day and uh, you you do record very different types of uh, music very different, uh, very different projects. And now we're gonna talk about another one of your projects that's still unreleased and probably uh, pretty much unheard of. Uh, yeah, for this one, I'm pretty sure yes. Yeah, it's called Solvent Abuse. Yeah, and you uh, you really uh, hit the nail with those uh, with those band names, with those <laughs> project I, I, names. I don't know. That was a, a a friend of mine's idea. All right. Actually, so yeah. Solvent yeah. abuse. Well, what what uh, is it all about? Uh, I don't know. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we talked about it, and we uh, came to the um, uh, we came to the conclusion that it's about uh, you know going out on uh, Friday night, doing drugs, and uh, you know dancing all night, you, dancing the you night could away. You say that. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this uh, this is actually my attempt to mix my three four favorite types of electronic music. Let's say and adds a little bit of metal into it and I right. came up with this. I had, I think, four or five songs. I was maybe 2012. Uh, I never really actually carried on with this. I don't know why. I think I lost interest very fast, but I would like to do some songs again like All this right. in the future. Maybe. But uh, do you listen a lot to electronic music? Mm, it depends what you mean by electronic music, but sometimes I, I do. I mean, I like, um, mostly like, there's a lot of... Uh, how to say, uh, more in, in, there's something like powerful or some more intense yeah. things like... Power I mean, electronics? Uh, power, yeah. like, power electronics, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like hardcore, you know, things like that. Yeah. Agrotech, GABA as well. Right. I like some break bits here and there from, you know, drum and bass, neurofunk. And so, some psychedelia, and this is what I actually try to do. So no, no I mean, house music? No house music no, for no, you? No, no, yeah. no. Ah, come on. Come on, <laughs> we should go to a party at Yalta. I don't know, or uh, you know what? Uh, 
at some uh, London gay pub where they play, you know, uh, you know. Actually, in London, I got a lot of inspiration for that. There was a place called Slimelight in London. All right. It's a legendary place. It has three stages. One is for gothic stuff. One is like for more like uh, EDM. All right. And there was like the stage upstairs, uh, the, the third one that actually do live shows. And this is where the more hardcore stuff is going on. And there I actually met with this band called Fosch Gore. Okay. They're German in some kind of agrotech hardcore band. And I actually got a lot of inspiration from that. All right, cool. Never heard of them actually, but uh, that's uh, that's understandable because I'm not really into electronic music, although I do fancy some stuff, not house, of course, and not really techno unless it's uh, aggressive and uh, hardcore as fuck. But uh, I do like uh, some things. I'm going to the perturbator perturbator show. Uh, and I'm actually seeing this guy for the third time and uh, the previous two times I didn't like it at all and now I'm, I'm like everyone likes it I should like it as well so I'll go for a third time and uh, probably it will be a winner I don't know but uh, now we're not talking about Frenchies here we'll be talking uh, about uh, Yorgos and his uh, project Solvent Abuse
Okay, so uh, that was Solvent Abuse, some electronic music, some hard-hitting beats. So, uh, yeah, let's hope uh, you get this released someday. And uh, let's hope uh, you get a show in uh, some oh. uh, great club in Athens. Just you, you with a, uh, I don't know, with a guitar and stuff. Who knows, who knows? Yeah. This is something totally different from what I'm, yeah. I'm used to do, but... I don't know, I just did it. Yeah. It's only four tracks for an hour five, but if I come up with more ideas, I might end up with yeah enough material for a release, maybe. Yeah, why not? We'll why see. not? Okay, we're moving on with uh, something completely different, oh, absolutely. as is uh, usually the case with you. Uh, like, uh, yeah, you like to play around with uh, with this stuff. So we're, uh, we will continue with uh, Ziggurat. Ziggurat? Uh, which is uh, more of a metal, oriental, folk-tinged thing, all right? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it started. Uh, it started as a joke band. It, it started, it started like, like, like yeah. us playing, us listening to Melikes and playing some riffs and having fun because you know there's a lot of similarities to Middle Eastern, the mm. Middle Eastern elements in their music with Greek music. So we're actually we're goofing off, and at some point we're like, oh, actually this sounds pretty cool. And uh, we ended up with seven tracks uh, that we've been working for a lot of years. And the thing with the band is like some of the guys in the band weren't really happy with the sound, with their playing. So we recorded guitars, basses, tried to remix them, and it took like forever. And at some point, we just stopped caring. But recently, the guitarist and I were thinking of recording the whole tracks, adding folk instruments like some percussion, some. Yeah. Uh, some orchestral stuff what is going to be programmed of course because we cannot afford to yeah, yeah. get a middle eastern ensemble, a string ensemble yeah you're not uh, Nile and carol no, no not yet not, not yet. yet yeah yeah you're so, not so, you're not signed to nuclear blast not yet damn <laughs> damn son yeah. damn son <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. but soon yeah i mean i hope we can do it because i i, I had a lot of hope for this project the idea of about from me from my side is actually to keep it instrumental and uh, you know to make your mind travel let's say with uh, so, so it's gonna be like metal in, infused with a lot of folk music from uh, the Mediterranean mm. and the far and Middle East pretty much all right all right but uh, is it an old Greek project no it's Bulgarians a, or no, no, yeah, whatever it's, it's some good friends of mine from from Athens from Athens yeah. okay okay any code names not, re not really. Not, not really. really. Okay, okay. So um, <laughs> the track we are gonna listen to is just called Track Two, but it's you probably have some uh, some more occult or uh, exotic names. Exotic uh, name? No, no. In no. mind? I don't know. <laughs> no, we actually don't. It's just like the tracks that we came up, and that's the names for now. And obviously, these tracks are gonna be recorded or remixed. Right. And obviously, they're missing the folk instruments here and there. So this is pretty much, let's say, a demo version of. All right, all right. Gonna sound. But it sounds, uh, it sounds pretty nice. Let's see if it, uh, if it sounds uh, that similar to Melechesh. Let's it, find out. Let's find out.
Okay, uh, that's that was some uh, pretty potent stuff, some really gallopy stuff. I don't know, galloping on the on the fields of uh, I don't know. French and the Mesopotamia in the yeah, desert. Yeah, in the yeah. desert. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's exactly what Riding I was thinking. Some uh, weird mythical creatures like uh, Lemesus and uh, Scorpion Man and you know, some weird <laughs> shit like that. Now now it's uh, beginning to sound like a Disney movie. <laughs> and, I, and I don't think uh, could be, yeah. Yeah, it could be. Like a Disney movie, a proper Disney movie, not uh, not uh, one of these uh, more modern uh, uh, interpretations, but a proper Disney movie with a full-on metal soundtrack. Now this sounds like a lot of fun. Now this sounds something that is, that should be done. Yeah, it should be done. Maybe you should do it. Maybe I should do it. Yeah, yeah because I cannot draw the movie, but you can write the music t- uh, for it. And uh, maybe if Walt Disney uh, give you some more money, you can get a, a big a big ass uh, Egyptian orchestra, like uh, finally the uh, yeah the uh, string uh, quartet of the Middle Eastern. Sound yeah, that yeah, they, that would be cool. And some percussionists, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Like, no, cool. I see that. I see that happening. <laughs> like really. So where are you, Disney? <laughs> yeah, come call, on, call me. Come on. We yeah. can make a remake of Aladdin, and I can do the metal soundtrack. To it. Yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're moving forward with something completely different. Again? Yeah, as they, uh, as the great guys from Monty Python uh, used to say, and now for something completely different. Uh, it's called Holt, another one of your uh, projects. H-O-L-T, is it? Yes, this All is right. it's called. It's actually uh, another project. Not, it's not really mine. Yep. It's two really good friends of mine. One of the guys in the band is actually part of one other band that I play, and the guy, the vocalist, and the guy who actually plays guitar is a long friend of mine that we used to play death metal 15 years ago in two bands. Then he went and he formed this uh, post-rock band that is very famous in Greece called uh, Aformans, mm. which I was their sound guy for five years. Anyhow, he's still very involved in the music. He's running a label called Cuts the Soap Productions as well. All right. As well, and uh, I like performance. I, I I went to one oh, concert and I bought they a CD. They here a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And I bought a CD. I have it somewhere. It's a it's a beautiful CD, like A5, Digipack or something no, like I'm that. Not sure, I'm not sure. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, I like those guys. So, may, yeah. may, that's, were that's you the, were you their uh, sound guy back no. then? No, no, no. no. All right. I mean, I, I think I stopped working with them around 2010, maybe. All right, all right. Because I, I left Greece uh, since then, so. Yeah, you left Greece to move to beautiful Bulgaria. To the exotic, magical uh, uh, land of Sofia. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, as you uh, might have guessed, we're recording uh, all these uh, uh, these episodes. Will be recorded in Sofia. Uh, but we intend to have a lot of international guests because we know so many interesting people and uh, so many interesting people want to talk to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so um, uh, is there uh, something else particular, interesting or whatever about Holt? Um, about Holt? Holt is actually, the two guys approached me to mix this and to produce it somehow. In the, and so in the end I ended up actually doing some throat singing stuff here and there and some percussion and that's a result. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still unreleased I think, this uh, yes, upcoming release. 
Um, and I'm not sure of when we're going to release it because we're going to do something very special at the release, you know, like some limited edition mm. booklet or some weird design or, or whatever. Yeah. And I leave that actually to John, who is uh, the guitarist, the guy from Aformance, because mm -hmm. uh, this is what he does, actually. He's a graphic designer. All right, all right. So let's, let's see. Yeah, let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out.
rolling! Alrighty! Alrighty, so uh, that was Holt. Uh, that's a very favorite project of mine. I like that sick and twisted uh, stuff. I like these uh, very uh, vocals. Uh, yeah, so yeah, thumbs up. You should continue that. You should release it. You I should, hope so. Uh, we're, yeah. waiting, we're waiting for this to be released. And actually, since we're jumping on the next and last project, I think yeah, the trivia is that the vocalist of Hold is actually the vocalist of Aceroe, which is the yeah. We're gonna next. we're gonna play Aceroe or Aceroe. I'm not even sure how he's calling it. You know, Aceroe is that weird fungus, which is like some kind of mushroom flowers or whatever, yeah. that actually reek really bad, they smell like death, and they just grow very fast in some yeah. weird places. I, I'm not I'm not quite sure. The smell of death! E exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, oh exactly. yeah. And it's uh, it's pretty much a black metal project, it's right? It's a black metal project with some sludge, I guess, and some post-black elements. Yeah. It's actually a multi, multi-culty, multinational project. <laughs> yeah. So he's we like them this way. So he's Greek from Athens. I'm the drummer from. I'm, I'm Greek, but I, I live here in Sofia. The uh, guitarist is actually a Hungarian guy from uh, Budapest, and uh, the bassist is also a Greek guy from Berlin. Mm. So it's quite interesting how we're gonna get this to work, but. We're now wor working on uh, new songs from a uh, first release, and this is actually an EP that was released, I think, one or two years ago in a very beautiful limited edition tape release. Yeah, and it uh, it has some um, it has some song titles that I really can't read and I can't pronounce them. So you're gonna help beautiful. me with those. Um, uh, oh, what one is one is called apomonosis, which is Greek, and the other called it's called aposynthesis in Greek. Aposynthesis is actually disintegration, I think. Mm -hmm. And apomonosis is, is not seclusion, but something like this. Yeah, you translated it as seclusion. Maybe not Se you. Maybe someone else oh. said it's seclusion. Se yes, seclusion yeah. is is this, a, is this a word actually in English? I think. Yeah, it is. It is okay. secluded. Synthesis is a disintegrate. When something disintegrates, yeah, or yeah. food it disintegrates, or All right. a human body is dead and it disintegrates. Uh, are all the lyrics in Greek? Uh, actually, yes. All right. All right. Uh, yes, the guy has actually. The guy is actually very. Can you say he's very poetic? I mean, he right. writes yeah, a lot yeah. in in terms of poems, and it's actually all of his writings are from. Um, from personal experiences. All right. Uh, he's actually in a very kind of dark state of right now in his of his life. He he had some personal problems, you know. All right. And this actually helps him write a lot of uh, really weird, disturbing, but very personal and emotional lyrics. Okay. And uh, I think he, uh, if you hear him, I mean, obviously, if he knew Greek, you could understand that he's really expressing himself with yeah. with Greek better. Okay. And uh, we hope that we can obviously have a release next year and maybe we can have a, some kind of tour. Yeah. But it's quite difficult, you know, as we're all from different countries yeah, yeah, yeah. to meet some somewhere and actually do something. But uh, this is another one of uh, the projects and bands that you're involved with that sounds really good to me. It sounds like a promising thing that I'd like to to hear more of and see live probably because it's uh, it's the kind of black post black experimental stuff that I really like 
Perfect. I really like so. Uh, so maybe now we're gonna find out uh, how find it. Out. Yeah, we should find <laughs> out how these uh, great Greek uh, pan-European black metal band sounds like. So here it is, Seclusion.
Yeah, this was a, a very long and disturbing and great track uh, from the kind of music that I really like. Huh? Yeah? Okay, we're rolling. Yeah, from the kind of music that I really like. And uh, we continue talking with Yorgos about, uh, about uh, some other bands that he's involved with but not with recording with them or uh, or anything but as a sound guy Performing. let's say yeah and these bands these are some real real cult bands we're talking about great Norwegian bands great Greek bands and uh, recently some uh, uh, you know not so cult and uh, you know uh, black metal, but uh, nice local Bulgarian bands that he's also involved with. But uh, I think uh, you can tell us uh, a lot more about it. Yeah, please do. Uh, f for sure, yeah. I'll try my best. <laughs> so, you know, with the Times Girls, I've been working for I, uh, four or five years now, I guess. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people are asking me when, I, when I'm uh, like. I know the the guy who's working with Dot Hives Guard, and they're like, really? Uh, and I'm like, yeah, he he's living oh. here, and uh, <laughs> and they're like, come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how is this possible? Like, well, why do they work with a Greek guy living in Sofia, and they're from fucking Norway? I guess they love me so much. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> you know, they they consider me for as like one of the members of the band, actually. Yeah, so, that's cool. Uh, that's even even better. Yeah. Another like story. I'll try to keep it short. 2011 or 2010, I uh, those are actually playing in Athens, and a good friend of mine, which is actually the guitarist of Fault, as I told you, the guy from All the right. Romans, All right. He has this label, and he's uh, either releasing some music or he's bringing bands in Athens. So he's bringing those Hamsgard. He's looking for a support band, and he's asking me. I was actually playing with um, a quite well-known black metal band from Greece called Enshadowed by, back then and he's like, do you guys want to open for them? So I, I said yes. I'm, I was also helping him as a stage manager on some of the clubs that he was actually working. Um, he was bringing like the bands and I was helping them set up and everything. And I, um, we arrived at the club actually. I had my drum set that us and another band was actually supposed to to play with and then there was like all this huge pile of drums that are waiting to, to be set up and that was like actually for Jon from Dotheimsgard and uh, actually Jon asked me if I'm the drummer from the other band and I said yes and he's like great I need your help so I actually helped him to, to build up his drum set and then he's like I want you to be next to me during the performance because I might need something as a drum tech and I'm like great so after the Dotheimsgard show was over he asked me he didn't ask me, he proposed like uh, whenever actually we were playing here again in Greece I want you to be my drum tech and I'm like, perfect and this is how things happened in 2015 they had like two shows in Greece they called me to be their drum tech and after that I'm like guys, okay, I can be your drum tech but I, if you want to make a better use of me I can be your sound guy so this is how it all started alright so since uh, 2016 I uh, or 15 I've been uh, we've been touring with them we had a nice tour in 16 with uh, Secrets of the Moon Thulkandra and Our Survival Depends on Us we played in Finland in uh, Steelfest we played in Complexity in Netherlands we were in Dark Bobastic in Romania we played Shellfest in France 
Um, and actually we're having a tour that starts in the end of November. It's together with Bolger and Gospel of Perdition. And I'm also working with Matterhorn, which is the, the first support band. And it's gonna be 20 days in um, Europe. Yeah. So this is gonna be some good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Dotheim's Guard are uh, a special band, but uh, I think they're um, what makes them even more special is that they don't tour like uh, 150 days a year. No, no. They no, have no. Uh, they have few shows, and uh, they're probably a special thing to see live. Even though I haven't had the chance yet, but maybe you can uh, you can uh, tell us what the Dotheim's Guard life experience is like. Well, it's a very as you know, it's a very. As you said, special, you use the right word, it's very special music, I think, and it's very specific in the terms of how they sound and how they're actually projecting that in the shows. They've been in a lot of member changes throughout yeah, the years. Yeah. Uh, their music like shifted and progressed a lot throughout the years. I mean, they started like playing classic second wave of Norwegian black metal yeah. and Kronet, and then they had like monumental possession which was like Black Thrush and then suddenly Satanic Card and 66 comes up and it's like something totally different. Yeah. Then they, you go to Supervillain and from there you go to Umbra which is a totally different world. Uh, and I, I think every album is a totally different experience and uh, I, I've asked actually Vikotnik a couple of times how do you think that people react to that like the fans like you? Yeah. You shifted so much from what you were doing in terms of musical, in, in, for, in terms of music and atmosphere, and he's like, "Well, this is actually what we do, but the fans actually love it for a reason." Yeah, but is it uh, is it chaotic on stage, or is it you know? Uh, it can it can be chaotic because you know, like everything is so complex. You've got like very complex guitars the yeah. way they play. Uh, you've got like very distorted guitars and very acoustic guitars from time to time. You have like very fast drums going above like. 220 240 BPM. You have all these vocals. The bass is like obviously very very difficult work. There's like a lot of uh, very intense bass work, uh, bass guitar work. And at the same time, you've got all this pre-recorded material that we're playing live, like samples and yeah. some keyboards and some pads, and it's quite intense. But um, I think that the end result is actually sounded great, and it's a really nice experience so, to see this band live. All right, and. Uh, uh Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, aren't uh, aren't the guys playing uh, a selection of uh, a selection of festivals where they present Six 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 International in its entirety? This actually was just announced. There's oh, yeah. one show in Norway next year. Yeah. I hope I can go. All right. Because usually you know shows that they do in Norway, which is very rare, but they do actually some shows. Yeah. It's kind of very local with some friends so there's not a lot of budget so it's yeah, kind of yeah. difficult for me to go there but I really hope to do this show I mean I'm actually thinking of actually going there by myself just yeah. to see the show yeah um, that's gonna be intense like I that, can't that's gonna be intense I can't uh, <laughs> yeah. imagine how they present something like 666 international life like this is this is a very strange brew of music and it's so complex and so intense that I have no idea how they're going to pull it off. Well, that, that sounds we'll like a challenge. Out, yeah, <laughs> let's find out. <laughs> but uh, okay, but uh, you're uh, you've been currently involved, or it hasn't been announced anywhere. But you should be involved with another uh, great 
Norwegian avant-garde post black metal black metal project, which is called which is called Vidwin's Ende. Yeah, and uh, I was actually supposed to be working with them in Metal Magic Festival in Denmark, but it didn't work out. But they actually called me to do this show in Switzerland on the 26th of October, and I'm really hyped about that because I really would like to work with these guys. Yeah. So for some of you that you don't know, it's actually two current members of Dotheimsgard, that's Oivind on drums and uh, Vikotnik obviously on uh, guitars and vocals, and obviously the other guy is Carl Michael, uh, who's been working with, I don't know, numerous artists from Kadavir to Virus, uh, Dotheimsgard, he used to be the drummer, even Dimo Borgir, I don't know how other many projects, he's Oranoir, you know. Yeah and all these uh, classics and I actually met him in uh, Romania when we were playing with Dotheimsgard two or three years ago uh, I was supposed to work with him on some virus shows it, it didn't work out but now he contacted me and I'm really looking forward for the show Yeah. and yeah. hopefully I'm, I really want to go to Inferno one time and oh, Inferno next year has some really cool bands and Vedbuens is also playing there and I, I'm, I'm gonna like try to talk them <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to talk them uh, about it and um, if they can actually bring me to to Oslo so let's see yeah that's cool what about uh, other bands that you work with uh, as a sound guy uh, well, so to say well known bands um, in into metal I've worked with Rotting Christ a couple of times yeah really great guys really had great fun working with them I was kind of close working with Septic Flesh, but they have their own crew. Yeah. And uh, there's, uh, because of my contact with Rotting Christ was George actually, who is now uh, not a part of the band anymore. He has his own band called Lucifer's Child. He's been asking him to help him out. Hopefully something might come out of that. Yeah. And uh, except uh, foreigner bands from Bulgarian bands that I've been here long enough to, to work with some, some of them. Uh, these bands include uh, Bront, that's a post-hardcore band. As, Bront! As Bront. I call it, I, I really love these guys. Yeah, perfect a, band, perfect. We haven't had a show in a long time. Yeah. I've worked with Mental Architects. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure, and I recorded actually their last EP. Yeah. I'm not sure how to describe this style, I don't know. At some point it was like... It was math rock. Math rock, but... But I now it's that, not, yeah. Now it's something completely different. Yeah, it's their thing. It's their thing. I work with a psychedelic stoner rock band called Sativa, and we've got a show actually in a couple of days. Uh, and I will be hopefully recording their uh, their new material. I've worked with a band called Stop the Schizo. I've worked with Zilmore Sextet, another band. Um, and uh, I actually, a week ago, I worked with Historian Live, which is a very promising new black metal band from Sofia. I will be mixing their first album and recording some vocals for it. Hopefully it will be released soon. Yeah, I hope it turns out great. And because I, they, they have the potential. Actually, yeah. there's a lot of... I'm hoping a lot of this band. I mean, this band sounds very great. Some people say it's some kind of dissection copy, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. say. I don't really see the... I mean, I see the resemblance, but I cannot say that it's a dissection copy. Yeah. They're very melodic, they have like a lot of guitar leads, the drum work is very intense. It's a very difficult band, let's say, in terms of performance yeah. to bring it live. But on the last show we had, it was with Bulk, a classic uh, black metal band from Sofia as well. And uh, some Italians called Stormcrow, Italian black metal band. I think Historian really killed it. They were like 
uh, fucking great, fucking flawless. That they, they stole really well. They stole the show. Yeah, stole the night. All right, stole all right. the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, before we uh, find out uh, what the last track is, um, I did. I have to say it was uh, a real fun episode one. Uh, we had some uh, we had some uh, hits and misses, but uh, I think we we nailed it pretty much. We nailed it. Yeah, we nailed it pretty much. And uh, yeah, Yorgos, thank you very much. Although uh, right next to me is a pile of um, of uh, CDs, uh, cassettes, and LPs, uh, all containing uh, music that uh, Yorgos has been working on during the years. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of black metal bands. There is even one grindcore uh, or porn grind, porno grind. Uh, there is a fucked up project. I yeah. have to actually give you the tape. I yeah. didn't, I didn't yeah. find it, but I'm gonna give it to you next yeah, so, time. It's so, so we can, of mine. we can probably make uh, a couple of more episodes only uh, with uh, featuring on uh, projects by Yorgos. But this has been episode one. It was a great episode. We think so, and you should think so too. So uh, we're gonna close this uh, incredible episode with a great track from the last uh, album of Dotham's Guard, A Umbra Omega. I never seem to remember uh, the exact the exact oh, no, uh, title. <laughs> a Umbra Omega. It's a it's a cool title though, and uh, blasphemous tracks that we will be blasting for goodbye is called. Architect of Darkness.
every week. 